Hello and welcome to the Mindset Alchemy podcast. Janine here. As a personal leadership coach, I help you to understand how to know intuitively, to choose consciously, to create intentionally and to be effortlessly. This empowers you to explore life, create life and to enjoy life. I'm looking forward to having you listen. Let's get on with it. People, I am so excited and delighted to welcome Susie Miller from Best Way to Divorce. Now, you may feel this is a strange topic for mindset alchemy. Let's put it in perspective. When we work with energy, separation is part of it. Understanding who we are is part of it. And you know what? We all human anyway. And P uh, Susie is here to show us. Sorry, I was thinking about a Penny and I said her name. Susan is here to introduce Susie is here to introduce herself and tell you the reason she began Best Way to Divorce. Susie, welcome so, so much. I so appreciate you choosing to join me today and to share with our audience what got you started. But first things first. Please share who you are. I'm Susie Miller. I'm based in the UK, but I also work with people um, in English-speaking countries beyond the UK because when it comes to divorce and family separation, uh, it's pretty much the same issues that come up. And I'm not a, a regular divorce coach. I'm more of a divorce strategist. And with the Best Way to Divorce uh, resource hub that I've created, it's very much about educating, boot camping people for dispute resolution. So my focus is on peaceful ways to go through. This is where mindset is incredibly important. And peace isn't fluffy. And so it's, and a lot of people don't even have the basic information about their more peaceful options. They don't know what mediation really is. They don't understand the different types. They've never heard of collaborative law. So part of my role is to get that key information out as early as possible so people can make more informed decisions because they're not getting told this clearly by the lawyers they go and see at an early stage. Susie, this is fascinating because especially after what happened in 2020, I know just in the circle I'm dealing with, the clients I'm dealing with, many people came to see their differences without understanding their sameness. You mentioned that the law is not always clear uh, to people and because lawyers work with it all the time they're not always understanding of how to make it too clear to people no offense to lawyers at any tall I've got some wonderful lawyer friends that I think are awesome what is the biggest challenge you see when people come to you that uh, they haven't come soon enough and they, they constantly say, I wish I'd met you two years ago, which is why I've now created an employee resource because I'm fed up with hearing that. And, and, I, and it's my moral duty in ways to get that information out earlier. But it's interesting what you, you mentioned lawyers. Again, I uh, know some fantastic lawyers and um, lawyers also who are trained in dispute resolution. But a vast majority of what you deal with in divorce and family separation is nothing to do with the law. Mm -hmm. So the lawyers are the gatekeepers, but they're not the right gatekeepers. Mm -hmm. So effectively, I'm 
setting up um, you know, dispute resolution should be the gatekeeper. And then I learned through, I did uh, divorce fairs. That's how I started. I put on the UK's first ever divorce fairs. And I began to realise that actually people can't manage to use dispute resolution unless they are boot camp prepared for it. There's, uh, there's homework they need to do. There's mindset changes to really get these amazing tools in the tool peace toolbox to actually really, really work for their families and for them. So uh, what I found often say to people, nothing against the lawyers, but they're part of your, your, your toolkit. And in many cases, you will hardly need to use them at all. And and I'm yeah, I'm, I'm tired of so many people. I, I say, how much have you spent on lawyers so far? And they'll say anything from two thousand pounds to forty thousand pounds. And and I go, well, what have you where are you? What have you got out of that? And the reason they're talking to me is they're a long way from actually uh, getting things sorted, either on a practical level or a legal level. So the, the legal side is actually very, very small. You're ending a contract. But you've also got to, in the UK, um, you have a separate, the financial is completely separate. It's, you can get legally divorced and remarry and still be legally tied financially to your previous spouse. You have to get a, a financial order or consent order. It's like a separate railway track. So even basic things like that people are not aware of. And that's what gets messy and expensive. The admin legal side is really, really simple. Um, and sometimes you do need to use the family courts to tell with a letter and a court order a difficult spouse to do things that they should do legally um, and unfortunately the system doesn't work very well and it can be expensive and slow but there's so much of that you can do yourself so even if you've got a really difficult spouse and, and you're in an abusive situation you should never kind of give up and throw yourself at a law firm because actually this the end result could be much quicker and cheaper if you found the confidence, you know, got some support, coaching support. How do you work with a, you know, communicate with someone who's very, very difficult and use the law as a, as a tool to get them to do what they need to do. And, but don't just expect the lawyers to make it all work because they tend to work off the basis that you're dealing with someone reasonable. And when you're not dealing with someone reasonable, you need to able be able to say to the lawyer, right, we sent one letter. They're not doing what they said. I'm not paying for another three letters. Mm -hmm. Let's go to court now and get the order and tell them they need to provide the financial information um, because otherwise we'll be here in six months and nothing will have changed. And it's <laughs> Yes, absolutely. And and your sense of you know, emotionally, psychologically you start to be worn down because what the other person in an abusive relation does, they use the family law system. And it's the same in the UK, the same in, in in the US. I imagine it's the same in many countries. Mm -hmm. They use it as a weapon, as a way to continue the abuse. And unfortunately, these institutionalized systems are often very well set up to be a playground for narcissists. That is so interesting. When you mention the word narcissist, I'm sure a lot of people go, okay. What fascinates me is the way you have phrased it. In the war of divorce, make peace your weapon of choice. How did that come about? I wanted to express that uh, people talk about the battle of, of family separation and the war of divorce and your peace is not fluffy. And one of the biggest branding issues that mediation has, and I've promoted mediation more than most mediators. I'm not a mediator. I don't have time to do that job as well, but I am a, I'm an associate of Family Mediators Association. 
but they there is this concept that this is this sort of fluffy thing and unfortunately this has been um perpetrated by many mediators will screen out anybody tricky and they go oh no you know if if if, if you're dealing with something very difficult even if they're up for using mediation they may go mm, i don't think that's going to work and that's fine because they don't necessarily that's not their bag in how they to manage that but i've managed to find mediators um and collaborative lawyers and uh, professionals who have got a, a high, that skill set, shall we say, to deal with these difficult people. And technology has been fantastic. You know, with Zoom, you can have a mediation where you don't even see the other person because you're in a breakout room. So if they're not, they're not going to be polite to you. Boom. <laughs> and the mediators there is to is to keep things peaceful and hold that space. So being. Um, yeah, mediation, peace is is about boundaries. It's about uh, building your confidence so you can communicate clearly in a sensible way. And so that I wanted to have a, a phrase, you know, make peace your weapon of choice that was stronger. And it did upset a few people when I first uh, came up with it. They it, it kind of offended their sensibilities because peace is supposed to be this fluffy thing you took in the corner and I'm like no <laughs> you know yeah, go, yeah. go and listen to Marianne Williamson she's yeah. not fluffy. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. it's about courage and 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 this is something that became the core of my uh, TEDx in 2019 which is really what it's about is what you know what do we we don't if we don't even understand what peace really means mm. how can we spread it uh, and, and I think there's I just disagree with most people's concept of it and which is what I talked about in the in the TEDx have you ever heard of the word shalom? It's a Jewish word. Yes, I, I'm familiar with it, but not not its. Uh... Okay, the the way the actual word is structured in Hebrew, I'm I'm not going to go into it now, but it actually means calm in the midst of chaos, and that is what peace is: having that inner calm while the world is going wild around you. And I definitely feel that what you're offering allows a man or a woman or a couple to have that space of calmness in between the chaos that's going on. So for me, that is just a beautiful, that's why I noticed it. It's just such a beautifully descriptive uh, phrase for what's happening in divorce. And it's interesting you say that. I was interviewing a lovely chap who's been a member of my secret divorce group, which is a, a online support group. They we have I have a live chat, so people got questions, so they can save themselves thousands of pounds because they don't need to most of what they need to know they don't need a lawyer for. And if I can't, I don't know that information, I'll find it out for them. And also, I do a monthly Zoom where they can come on and talk to me without having to pay for a one-to-one -one session. And quite often, there might only be one person there, so it's, a, it's quite a good way for them to get a, a lot of extra support for a for a very small amount of money per month. But he, he was so happy with his experience. He was on, on the group for about two years. And he, he said, oh, I'd love to do a video and, and talk about it. So I interviewed him this morning. And one of the things, he, he went into the workplace in this chaos, this horrendous, he was so affected by the, uh, which is often the case, by what's happening and the way his wife was reacting and, and how nasty it was getting with the lawyers and how expensive. And how it impacted all his you know, work colleagues and 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 him, his ability to work. Luckily, he had a very kind uh, employer who really really took time and trouble to help support him. But he said he found the the support group was that um, place of calm where he could 
change his adapt his thinking and really see there were other possibilities and have the hope to because uh, you know, rather than get stuck into the legal expensive way he was able to understand these other options and then luckily and I, and I encouraged him I said look your, your wife is might be angry and confused at the moment but she's not stupid if you express to her what the lawyer her lawyer is probably not giving her these options as clearly you may find she goes great she she wants it over and done with too she wants to not spend thousands more and sure enough it worked so it was that it's about creating that um space uh online and also through hopefully again live events in the future because oh. that's where it came from yeah. of where people can do exactly that they can they're going to be in a chaotic space they may be in an abusive relationships it's tricky stuff but where they can find get grounded um understand who's going to help them whether it's coaching which it usually is uh whether it's um financial uh, expertise which is definitely usually very important and so i help them understand who who are the best people to help them and then introduce them to those people so that they can and they kind of have a virtual team around them and that they can move forwards and deal with pretty much anything because it is it is one of the most traumatic things that can happen to to someone especially when you've got children involved as well yeah i so many times see the children being used as bartering chips and it's very distressing you mentioned about the workplace now i know when my husband had his practice and somebody was getting divorced it would really cause a little bit of chaos at work from a concentration, a showing up, court dates, that sort of thing. What work do you do? I know you do work. Please share with our audience the work you do with companies, helping companies to cope with couples getting divorced. I, I read a a couple of years ago, a, a blog about, and it's something I'd been interested in for for a while. And someone mentioned uh, something like a separating families policy, and I thought, oh, that's something I'm thinking people should have. And I, but I couldn't find one, so I created one with an HR professional, and I made it clear and, and looked at all the different other policies that it would interlink with, and just made a very simple template that they can eat very easily. They're such busy people <laughs> to easily adapt. And um, so that, and this is a, a, a typical example of it, someone will go to work and I have a couple of people just fairly recently where they were um, confirming this has happened to them. They go to work and they go, uh, last night I was told the, the marriage is over, um, we've got small children and they're, and they're absolutely devastated. Mm. And, and it's like, oh dear, get back to work. If they said my spouse died, immediately there will be in the policy the bereavement policy that they can get you know a couple of days off to kind of get their act together and um and why isn't that there for for a divorce because it's it is it's almost <laughs> you've got the, the bereavement physiological yeah. process of bereavement and then the, the, they're bloody still alive <laughs> it's yeah. really stressful so um i make light of it but it is it is such a massive thing so that the hr departments should have things in place so i've made it really really easy for them and they can use this policy but more importantly 
is also they can share a link to the best way to divorce uh, separating families and co-parenting resource hub which is basically they go online and there's loads of free stuff and information and inspiration everything from a how to a co-parenting uh, online diary and here's a code for a free subscription for both both of you so there's no excuse not to use these tools because they're so powerful at reducing conflict this is all about dispute resolution this is the stuff that lawyers won't tell you at the right at the front you, you find out about it far too late often in the process um, when a lot of bridges are burned so find out about it now so lots of information um, and this is all free and then there's other things which are incredibly low cost because I'm a big one. Everyone should be able to afford something. Um, so there's workshops and there's um, uh, online courses and video courses. So there's everything I've put together over the last well, 10 years is in there in different forms to allow people to, to get what they need depending on where they are. Uh, even if it's just simply to watch some videos and get some links so they can petition for divorce and they don't need they don't need a lawyer for that it's, especially in the UK now it's so simple to do um, you, you, you can just do it yourself so they, they've got those options so they don't get led astray <laughs> and pay more than they need and to but, coming, but, but if they come and, uh, as employees they will be able to access that through a special company pay so any company that signs up for it it's a, a free to um, charities and not-for-profits as long as they make contact with me and say yes I'm interested by the end of September mm -hmm. and and for smaller businesses and it's, it's under 100 employees it's 44 pounds a month plus fat total that's like not per employee because the whole key thing is you don't know those employees they shouldn't have to come to HR you want to get them that information way 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 before it gets to that stage mm -hmm. um, before they're taking you know leave for, for stress and that kind of thing mm -hmm. and then if it's uh, above um, 100 employees plus it's 60 pounds plus fat total so it's a no-brainer uh, amount because my ambition is that every employee in the country should have access to this resource and they click on a link they go in the system recognizes where they've come from and they get extra stuff for free to if somebody just goes in direct they'll get lots of great stuff but if you come in via your employee link you will get uh, more things that otherwise you'd have to pay for so they get additional benefits there. Wow, that is extremely powerful. Now, I know each country has its different different laws and you still support people from other countries because the legalities are one thing, the support and the mediation is another. What made you decide to open it internationally? Uh, because, uh, uh, to think, but I'll tell you why, because I was uh, obviously started with the UK, but then I went to, uh, my brother's uh, American citizen, he lives in oh. LA. I went because when I go on holiday, I don't have a proper holiday. I decided to create a whole California online resource while I was there, and I have a lot of of US uh, contacts. And I've, I ran earlier in in the year, I ran a uh, di divorcing a difficult spouse workshop for California. It was uh, awesome. terrible for us in the UK because it was like two or three or four o'clock in the morning or something. But um, but it, we had to be on California time. So I've got a lot of, of professionals that I can refer to uh, there and mediators. And what's interesting with California is if you if you divorce there, if you work with a mediator, when it comes to do the final turn that agreement into a legal document, they can do that for you in the UK. Yeah. You still have to jump through another hoop, though I have got a much cheaper way to do it for you, by the way, if you then then just 
paying a normal lawyer. Um, so if it's not too complicated. So the, the, the differences, there are differences, but they're um, fundamentally the almost the psychology of how do I approach this? How do I make the dispute resolution process work? How do I save thousands and thousands? It's the same. Um, how do I, you know, what tools can I use for co-parenting? So in fact, I'm about to be um, I'm working with a, a, a Georgia base, but they've now gone throughout the US, uh, amicable, the Amicable Divorce Network. And oh. they have come up with a, it's a great, um, a great concept because collaborative divorce, which a lot of people have never even heard of, is a wonderful thing. But in some areas, it, it wasn't working so well. It, had, it was too restrictive. So they've come up with a way where you do work with lawyers, but they're lawyers who are absolutely focused trying to keep you out of court. They use mediation um, and they kind of package it around the needs of the, of the couple. And then we're going to create a UK version of that. So I'm very excited about that. So it's it's taken a long time to find, and, and what's interesting is they're in the US and we're going to introduce that here. And I've invited a lot of, of um, UK lawyers, collaborative lawyers and mediators to come along and have a look at this. But it's coming from the U US who started it off, not, not here. We're sort of, we're quite rigid here in the way we do things. And so I guess I am a disruptor. And by having that international approach, I can get the best from, from all of those and and ultimately, I work with anyone who's predominantly just wants these things to be done more peacefully, as in less stressfully, less expensively, because that's what peace really means is that you're just not you're, you're not being driven by your anger and your rage. You're being driven by what do we want to get out of this? How, how do we want this? Where do we really want to be? And can we just let go of this and not necessarily be right? I always say to people, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Love it. Do you wish to be right or happy? I feel you're more of a facilitator than a disruptor. Um, you might be disrupting old paradigms and you definitely feel as facilitating what is required. That is so powerful. If you had one, oh, this is me being nosy, through the process you offer, have you ever had couples decide to not divorce? Interestingly, that happened very early on when I did the first UK divorce fairs. They were called starting over shows. And um, I had a lady turn up and she said, uh, we were in Guildford. And she said, oh, I came to your last event. I said, oh, great. And I, and I said, what happened? She said, well, I, I found out about dispute resolution. I found out about, I know, talked to co life coaches. And it was a real like experience for her. And then she said, and then she said, I, I visited the... Um, we had a, a wonderful lady called Jane Orr who's who who had a, and she read the cards and then she and she had cues because she's all about hope and they and she said I saw I saw her and she said to me you don't really want to get divorced do you and she said no I, I, she realized her problem wasn't the relationship it was her and that she was Aww. stuck and didn't know where to go and what to do and I said oh that's fun I said how's things she said no we're great it's fine we're not and I said well why have you come back to this show and she said oh because I, I want to visit these startup business opportunities and because I've always created very holistic even the first events I did in 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 London and Bright and Brighton they had um you know we have everything from lawyers to yoga to business startup opportunities because you need flexibility and if you can mm -hmm. have um you know if you could start a, a side business it's going to give you an income mm -hmm. plus 
more people to talk to and maybe you're working flexibly around the children it's going to put you in a better psychological state to then think about how how to do the finances and how to agree on that because if you're coming from a place of fear you're not going to make the best decisions and you're going to be very difficult to work with so if you can get excited about your new life even if you're traumatized by it happening in the first place because it may not have been your choice and I, I certainly have been there so I know what that feels like you are going to make better decisions but you've got to look forward at the bigger picture and then go right okay how do I do this so that whether you're not going to fight over the house in the same way if you're thinking um, if you've got a, a sense of what your longer term picture is of your life and that's not just from working with a coach but it's working with a financial planner who does long-term cash flow forecasting you know it's a very practical approach there's, there's nothing fluffy about it at all but it's very liberating and it's very exciting and um so yeah i would have people who would uh, and also i'd had uh, people sometimes who'd be referred by a gp and uh, because often that's the first person they tell, you know, because because it is the, the psychological side of it is, is huge. And I had one lady I spoke to in a cafe and I'm really she didn't need to get divorced. She, I said, well, never mind the D word, just put it aside. Do you want to be financially independent? Because she was worried about the money that he was going to blow it all. You've got a lot of people in relationships where there's addiction or just mismanagement of money. And she was getting older. And so it's a logical thing to be afraid of. And she said, yeah, I want that. So I said, well, you, all the things that I'm going to suggest you do are exactly the same as if you were going to get divorced. But actually, you don't need to then get the divorce. You can have um, a, you can turn it into a post-nup. but feel more secure between you but the conversations you have the way you do it maybe working with a mediator if it's difficult with him you can actually end up in a place where you can actually continue your marriage but you you must address these things because if she didn't do that then then Mm -hmm. divorce would be her that would be kind of an inevitable outcome so that does that can happen so i always say to people you're just you're there's no such thing as a broken family there's an extended family Mm. so some people will choose to stay married but they're living in separate homes and as long as things are peaceful and respectful between them that's all the kids really want Mm. I have to say though that in most cases when I'm talking to someone it's an agonizing thing to decide to get a divorce it really is and I don't take that lightly so I don't go, oh, have you been to counselling? Because I just think that's the most, excuse my friend, shit thing you can do to someone. They've been through hell to even get to this state. You know, it is not easy to decide to end end a relationship um, of any type. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the media give a really distorted opinion about it, especially when you've got children. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's a very difficult thing. So I always respect that decision. But all, my focus is, is that, whether mummy and daddy stay in the same house or live in separate houses you still have a family so you you need to find a way to work to, with with each other um that that's that's going to work for you and your family and your children and that's the focus and quite often that actually means they do get a divorce because that's the best mechanism to mm-hmm. allow them to have that financial security and independence because if you're not getting on is you don't want to have all your finances in with someone who you don't trust anymore, for example, or was having an affair with someone. I mean, that's not great. So usually divorce is the outcome, but the way it's done is is key and, and life transforming as well. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That you've given a lot of food for thought there. And uh, to me it 
really resonates because of my personal leadership uh, coaching program that we get to lead ourselves, not just the other person. So what you're offering is a tool of personal leadership, leading ourselves towards a better future. If you had to give one, um, one takeaway to our audience, what would that be? The one that springs to mind is that when you're going through family separation, it's it's very easy to get angry, take everything personally, and to and to make assumptions about the other person. So quite often, people will be spilling their venom about the other person, which I listen to without judgment. But then I'll say, "Do you think they're scared?" And so far, every time they've gone really quiet and gone, "Oh yeah, I think they are." And, and then we've had a discussion about people are not at their best when they're scared. So I encourage people to kind of empathize, have a bit of compassion, but also combined with boundaries, but to think about how can we make it, even if you've got a really difficult narcissistic person that you're dealing with, how can you make them feel more secure and build trust? Which they'll, at the po that point, I say, you don't believe right now that's possible. But it is <laughs> that you you and so the focus becomes on how do they become the ones who are understand what's happening in the process. They're making always sensible suggestions. And it's really interesting how that this difficult, angry ex can start to trust them more than their lawyers um, and realize actually that 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 they're just trying to end this in a, in the best possible way. And I love that process. I love watching that. But it, the, the everyone has to who works with me or uses the resources, it's beneficial for them to allow that to be the process. You need to take that anger and resentment and just put it in a corner for a bit because it is not serving you. And then it's a, it's like miracles can happen. Oh, I love that. Miracles can happen. Tell us the phrase again. I Do you think? What's that? Sorry. Please share that phrase again so that our audience really gets it. Do you think? Do I think, I have no idea what you're asking me to say. <laughs> sorry. Asked, do you think the person is hurting? Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. So when someone is, is is having a rant, do you think they're afraid? Do you or think, do you they're, think they're scared? It really stops people in their tracks. And what is lovely about it is that someone can be so angry and so hurt, and yet immediately they're like, oh, yes, they might be. They, they're, they're, their ability to have compassion is is straight away there and that's a lovely beautiful thing and it is this balance between encouraging people um which we're coaching is and, and working with people like yourself is so valuable helps them to feel build their confidence to have their boundaries but actually that means with through strength that's how where you can find that compassion and the way when you work through that it is incredible how the even the most difficult people can start to play ball because to be honest, it's in their their advantage. You know, everything I do when I work with someone, I'm saying this is to the advantage of this person you're currently at war with. They'll never say thank you, but actually we're helping them as well because we're coming up with something that is the best way to split this and that's going to be good for the whole family. Um, because there's no point just giving up at the front, going, giving them everything, because then you're going to be bitter and angry um, and feel that you, you know, 
they they've ruined your life but actually you're the one who said okay I just want to, to to just have this all over and done with and you've accepted some terrible offer so it's not about like I say it's about being quite strong sometimes I'll say to people I want you to have a peaceful process here but what you're agreeing to how are you going to live you've got children to bring up this and he's he's in that living in the family home and he's got a good job and you haven't got any and I think I think you need we need to talk about this yes. so it's yes. not a soft approach but it's a, it's about fairness but at the same time it's also about not fighting over things that are just going to uh, cost you more time and money than ultimately aren't going to get you where you want to be which is capable competent co-parenting even if you have to structure it in a way that you don't actually physically talk to them at all <laughs> i love that Oh, Susie, thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us and our audience. I feel you have offered so much of value to do with um, make peace your weapon of choice in the war of divorce, especially just the thought that companies can help people through this, that there is help out there and it comes down to who's the most scared in the situation. <laughs> Susie, where, where can people find you if they wish to know more oh it's, it's great it's only it's best way to divorce.com that will take them to it's the, the main website best way to divorce.com it's that simple and from there there's information for employers um there's information for employees who want to tell their employers I, I want you to have this give us access to this resource because they'll get you'll get extra stuff for free that way um, and help all your other employees and, and colleagues in the process and it's got um, resources for just an individual as well who just goes I want to I want to find out what's going on here so the earlier people use it the better uh, but even if you're in the middle of nasty nasty court battles um, again people come at all stages to sh make a big shift and to get get it get the job done in a way that's going to give them the healthier outcomes in a healthier way oh thank you so much Susie I so appreciate you people get hold of Susie through bestwaytodivorce.com and if you have friends who can make um, use of this please let them know as well Susie bye-bye bye-bye everyone Thank you for joining me. Please remember to share and use the hashtag MindsetAlchemy100. Tag me whether it's on Facebook, Instagram or LinkedIn, maybe even Twitter. I would love to have your feedback so let me know what came forward for you and let's see who the winner is. Bye bye! Oh and this will carry on until episode uh, 1005. So, see you there.